All right, we're back for part two with Soul Winning for Beginners uh, with Dr. Mike Hall. And uh, we're going to be talking about now uh, transitioning into the gospel and really talking about that whole warm-up conversation that takes place so often at a door. Um, one of the things that I always uh, struggle with is, you know, that initial conversation because sometimes people are rather cold at the door. You're trying to be warm and friendly. They're not feeling it. You know, you're a stranger. They, they have not invited you to their house. What are you doing here? All that type of thing. So how do you get a conversation going with total strangers? And yeah, um, assuming that they want to have a conversation. Sure. Well, this, this uh, episode that we have gets us into the main body, which we already talked about in, in, our first, in part number one. So and, and in many regards, of course, every part of it's important, don't get me wrong, but in many regards, if you don't get a chance to talk to somebody, it's, you're, you're wasting your time. You've, you've, you've failed. And so this is extremely important to, 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 to know what you're going to do from going up to the door all the way through, and then, of course, we'll couple this up with the main body that we talked about before. So <clears throat> for me, I've got my partner. We're out in a soul winning area. And again, this is, for, this is not for if you're uh, uh, doing a follow-up visit or this isn't if you had uh, you know, I, I, uh, a follow-up visit that we we're doing. I noticed that a car in the parking lot had a uh, uh, U.S. Army bumper sticker on it, and I was in the service for 15 years. And so I asked... Uh, the person we were visiting was with the Army sticker and said, oh, that's my brother. He was in 3rd Infantry Division. And so I got his name and address and went by and visited him. Yeah, and, and they're looking at coming. Said he was saved, but is looking at coming and visiting one time. Uh, so I'm not talking about those kinds of... I'm talking about you're out in a brand new area, you don't know anybody, and you're just knocking on doors. Okay. And so there's some important things that you want to do initially. <clears throat> First off, you want to be careful about chatting as you're going up to the door. Anymore, <clears throat> people have either audio or audio and video access to who's at their door. And you don't know who's listening or what they're listening to. And if you're making a comment about you know, how stupid their Cubs statue was out there oh, or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, then then you, you, the door will never open. And so sure. you just got to be careful. So you come walking to the door confident. And when you come up to the door, you want to do a friendly knock. You don't want to do the uh, high we're from immigration knock on the door. Uh, you want to give some kind of a friendly knock, da 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 da, da or, or whatever, uh, so that person will come to the door. So you've done the knocking. They come to the door. And, and for me, and again, people can do whatever they want to do. But for me, it's, it's been interesting to see how many more tracks I get in people's hands now than I used to. Because when they come to the door, uh, I'll either have a tract or I might have a, a, a door hanger to put on there or a flyer or whatever the case may be. But as they're coming to the door and opening the door, I'm holding that tract out right to the, just this close right here. Mm -hmm. I said, we just stopped by to make sure you got one of these. It's a natural reaction. It is. It's a physical it is. reaction just to That's exactly right. I don't say who we are. I don't say where we're from because I've said, hi, my name is Mike Hall and this is Dave Hallberg and we're from Northwest Bible Baptist Church. Slam. <laughs> but if I can get the tract in their hands, rarely... They might not want to have anything to do with me. And they may even say, no, I'm not interested here. Take this back. And I say, listen, why don't you hang on to it so you know who was in the area. Rarely do I have anybody throw it on the ground or whatnot. So at least I've gotten a tract in the door. As soon as they take that tract, then I'll go. My name is Mike Hall. This is Dave Hallberg. We're from Northwest Bible Baptist Church. We're out in the area. So I got the tract into their hands, which later... Or if you look at the part one where we did the main body, it's important that you got that tract in their hands and they're hanging on to it. But at this point, for me, this is a, if I'm at a bus route area, this is a bus visit. 
or, or I'm out there trying to say what a great job our church is doing, providing a service for our community. You're selling the ministry. That's exactly right. You want to you you make it look like you're doing them a favor by being there and talking to them about this, and this is something you really need quite to Quite the about. opposite of what people would initially think. Oh, and, and, and quite the opposite of what most people do. Sure. They go to the door apologetic. Hi, you don't want one of these, do you? And you know, I, you're probably not interested. But you know, and I don't know if people really do that. But that's that's the atmosphere or your demeanor when you go to the door. You can't do that. You have to be excited about what product it is that you have that's going to be a help to them. And so I spend several minutes today in, in both the times that I made a gospel with folks. I spend a little bit of time getting getting. Uh, a rapport with them. It's it's been said before. You have thirty seconds to make a good impression, mm-hmm. and if you don't, it's very hard to recover that. And so, as you're at that door, you're trying to you're upbeat and excited about what's going on, and just want to be there and be a, a help and a blessing to them. And so, you know, I'll take a few minutes and talk about uh, the, the 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 ministry that we have. If it's a bus route area, I'll talk about. Boy, we got those purple and white buses that come in the area and give folks free rides. And and uh, boy, would you be interested in coming? Or if I'm not in a bus area. Say, boy, our church is really, it's exciting what's going on in our church right now. Uh, we're, we're just reaching out to our community, trying to be a blessing and a help any way we can. Here's some of the services we provide. We got Bible studies for all graded levels. We got Spanish. So I'll really spend a, a, a significant amount of time selling the church, selling the bus route. And, and, and at that time, my goal is to try to get them to commit to come to church and try to close the deal. I'm going to try to get them to come to church. I asked, man, would you be interested in coming to church? How about, how about tomorrow? You could be my guest tomorrow. This is exciting. You could come and, and I'll look for you or I can give you a ride uh, where I'm visiting right now. doing a lot of my door knocking. It's probably only 15 minutes from my house. So it's very easy for us to go by and pick folks up and give them a ride if they yeah. need to do that. Um, <clears throat> but I really, and I, and I push and push and push and push until they give me the, well, I'm not sure. I'll let you know, you know, kind of a shut the door on that. And, and then I always close with, listen, uh, that'd be great. Uh, and you know what? Sometimes uh, we have a special big day or something. We'll have a flyer. I'll, I'll drop off a flyer for you. And what do they always say? Well, sure, sure be because great. they're getting rid of you. Yeah. And so and so so and, and they've just given me an invitation to come back by. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I'm done with all of that intro kind of stuff, and now it's time to try to get into the gospel. And this is a tough part for a yes. lot of people because nobody, everybody has an easy time talking about the service times that are right there on the track and it's, you know, it's physical, tangible things that people do. Now we're talking about spiritual things and uncomfortable things. Right. We're talking about death. We're talking about heaven. We're talking about hell. Well, you got to transition. And, and Satan doesn't like what's going on. So he's imposing on you and it's going to do everything. I mean, I've had everything from little kids start crying. I got shot in the shoulder with a BB one time out where I'm visiting okay. now. Uh, wow. Stuff happens, and you just have to know you are in the you are in an intense spiritual battle. Now your demeanor can't manifest that, but you're in an intense spiritual battle for the soul of that individual that's at the door at that point in time, and so you, you everything is at stake here. Mm-hmm. And so, but you still have to come across. Hi, I'm your neighbor from next door. Just want to stop by and let you know this cool church, man. You got to come. That's the demeanor that you have. So to how come. do you breach that topic? How do you? <clears throat> so we're done. We've we've already. Just said we'll come back by. Uh, we've we've given them the track. Then I'll go. Listen, we have to go. But now by saying listen, we have to go. I didn't say when we had to go, but it communicates to them. I'm not there to spend a whole bunch of their time. Sure. And a lot of people, they just they that's what they're most afraid of is that you're there to. Now I'm gonna spend whatever time I need or until they kick me out. But 
by saying that most of the time. In fact, half the time, they go, oh, that's okay. I'll say, listen, we've got to go, but, oh, that's all right. What? You know, and, and so I've set them at ease about how long I'm, I'm planning on being Yeah, you're not going to ruin their Saturday. That's exactly right. I said, listen, we've got to go, but I'm going to leave you that flyer. And as soon as I say that, what do they do? They kind of pick the flyer back into range. And I say, I'm going to leave that flyer with you because at the bottom of that flyer, there's a very, very important question that we like to leave folks with. And if you look on that flyer, and so here we are. They've got it in their hands. Yep. They've, they picked it up. I said, look here, on the bottom of this flyer, it says, do you know 100% for sure that if you were to die today, you're on your way to heaven? Now, I don't stop and say, do you know that? Because a lot of people do that. Yeah, they do. And the problem is, is that person, it's, you have gone from, woohoo, neat church and exciting, to a serious question here. And this is a serious question. No matter how you package it, it's a very serious question. And if you say this verse, the question they ask there, are you 100% sure that if you die today, you'd be on your way to heaven? What would you say if I asked you that? It's kind of... Uh, yeah, it kind of takes you by surprise. Sure. You know? And a lot of times they'll go, uh, yeah. They're not. They're not sure. You know, 1% of who you talk to it's probably... the automatic answer. That's you just exactly answer right. yes. You so know? now you're in a position of, no, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Now you're in an argument. And you get in an argument with somebody, you never get them off their position. Yeah. So instead, what I do is I point out the verse, and then I have three transitional lines that go in there. Okay. So I said, at the bottom of that flyer, it asks a question, Are you, do you know 100% for sure that if you die today, you're on your way to heaven? Stop. First line. I had a teacher. Now, maybe you heard it in a message, and you would say, I had a pastor or a preacher. But for me, it was a teacher. So I said... I had a teacher that asked me that, that same basic question, which in essence, that's what they have done. Mm -hmm. So I said, I had a teacher ask me if I was 100% sure I was on my way to heaven. Line number two. To which I answered, no. And you can say, been to church a lot, but I've, I, I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. And number three, after, after say that, then you say, th then I, who, who I'm given the illustration about, she says, uh, so after I said, uh, uh, um, a teacher asked me, mm -hmm. I said no. I was 100% sure I'm on my way to heaven. And then after that, uh, the reply quite naturally to that is, do you know? So I'm talking to okay. you, and I say, I read the verse down here, or the, the, the question down here, you're 100% for sure. And I say, Dave, a teacher, when I was younger, a teacher asked me if I was 100% sure I was on my way to heaven. And I had to say, no, I, I, I didn't know for sure. And if I were to ask you that same question, Dave, are you 100% sure you're on your way to heaven? What would you say? So by doing this transition, it accomplishes a few things. Mm -hmm. um, what is it? Well, the main, thing, yeah, the main thing is, is it tells them it's okay to say what is truth. They aren't 100% sure they're on the sure. way to They don't know. And all I've done is told them it's okay to say that because I did when they asked me. Mm -hmm. So the, again, the point is that teacher asked me if I was 100% sure I was on my way to heaven. I had to say, no, I wasn't. And if I were to ask you that same question, what would you say? And then typically, the, the percentage of people allowing me to get into the gospel doubled as soon as I did that. Sure. You, you set them up to say be, and be what honest. What they believe. Yeah, yeah to be honest. That's exactly right. We set them up to be honest with what they believe. Because if you were to say, are you 100% sure that you're on your way to heaven? 
They go, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe, hopefully. Yeah, that's exactly right. So for, that's been a huge help to me in that transition. So again, I, I, I have that track. I've, I've pitched the church. I have that little track there. Are you 100? Here's the question that says on the bottom, are you 100% sure that you're on your way to heaven? I had a teacher ask me if I was 100% sure, and I had to say no, I, I wasn't. Nobody told me. If I were to ask you that same question, what would you say? Now, based on how they answer that is what you do next. Sure. If, they, if then they say, yes, I'm sure I'm on my way to heaven, then you need to penetrate and ask how they know. Mm-hmm. You know, when did it happen? Where did it happen? What was it that happened when you did that? So you need to go, don't take it at face value. I don't care if they were born in a Baptist church. It, it doesn't make any difference. And, and I'm, I never cease to be amazed how many people that are in the mega churches around here where their people don't have a clue. They don't have met one today that didn't know. Went to one of our big churches in the area here and said, are you 100% sure? Well, no, not really. And wow. that's what I got a chance to give the gospel to. But, but the point is, so you pitch the church, and then as you listen, I've got to go. But before I do, at the bottom of that flyer that's already in their hand, it asks a question. I had a teacher ask me if I was 100% sure. I said, no, I wasn't, because nobody ever asked me before. And if I were to ask you that same question, what would you say? And if they say yes, I'm 100% sure. And, 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 and one of them today gave a pretty good salvation testimony. Once I said that, yeah. they said, oh, you know what? I remember it was seven years ago. And he gave me the date, the time, the place, I mean, the whole bit. Wow. And you can't really argue with that. No, you can't. You can't. And you have to, at that point, you have to let the Holy Spirit deal with them about it. You know, but if there's some question, then, then you can focus in on, you know, oh, yeah, I was in a car and I had an accident, but I pulled through. I've heard or, a lot of that. Yeah, you can go after that if that's the case. But if, they, if, they, if their answer is, are you 100% sure you're on your way to heaven? If I were to ask you that question, what would you say? Then... And they say, well, no, I'm not sure either. Mm-hmm. Then what I do is say, well, uh, that's the same situation that I was in. And you know what? There's some verses in the Bible that answer that question, how you can know for sure. And on the back of that little flyer are some of those verses. And invariably, they flip it over. That's exactly right. And I say, here, look at here at point number one. And we're there. I don't even ask. We're there. Can I take okay. some time? Now, it, it, again, you have to read the situation because sometimes if they don't flip it over, then you, you might have to ask, can I take a couple of minutes and show you some verses that I put on there? So in some cases, they're just going to flip it over, and there is a seamless transition. You just go right into look at, it. Look at point number one Other right times, here. you need to ask permission. Yeah. I've been in those situations where a guy's car was started, and it was obvious he was right. heading someplace, right. and I'm like, I know you're going somewhere. Right. Can I come back? And you want to be kind. You want to be considerate, sure. you know? And, and, you know, if smoke's curling from the inside of the house because <laughs> dinner's burning or something... Yeah. You know, you don't want to, and, and there are people that are polite enough where they'll just stand there and let their house burn down, I suppose. Yeah. But, but you, want to, you want to be appropriate about it. But, but if they say, listen, on the back of that flyer, we've got some verses that show how you can know 100% sure. There are, and if they flip that thing over and start looking at it, I'm pointing at the first verse mm-hmm. and plowing my way down through there. If they don't want me to go ahead, I won't. But as long as they're, as long as they're willing to let me go ahead and do that, I'll plow right down through that. And so you've taken the fear out of going through this transition and getting into the gospel because you're using your own personal testimony. It seems folksy to the person you're talking to right. because you're just telling a story about what happened exactly to you. Right. Somebody asked this question to me. Let me ask that question to you and find out That's what your exactly answer is. That's exactly right. And you know what? The more comfortable I make myself mm-hmm. and the more fluent I am in what I'm saying, the more comfortable I can make them and the rapport is much better. And the last thing, the last thing you want to do is change personalities, because you've just, yeah. you know, you've just knocked on the door, given the track, you pitch the college, pitch the, the bus, and you say, "This is a wonderful thing." Well, listen, we got to go. But at the bottom of that, at the bottom of that little flyer I gave you, it asks the question: 
Are you 100% sure you're way, on your way to heaven? If not, on the back of the flyer are four points. The first point you need to understand is, and they, and they go, where'd that other guy go? Yeah, I was having such a great conversation. That's exactly and right. Now it and got and you know what? It's natural. Because what happens is we go from the fun, even for us, pitching the college or, or excuse me, the, the church, uh, pitching a bus route or whatever the case may be, we go from that to eternal the verses that, that determine their eternal destiny. And it is a huge switch. But you can't change your, your rapport. You can't change your personality. You just have to continue. You're still talking to a neighbor that you've known for years, and you're just chatting with them over the fence. If you can keep yourself calm, cool, and collected, everything, and, and, know, and you know what you're doing, you know what you're going to say, you know when you're going to say it, it, it increases the... The, or, or it gets away a lot of the objections or obstacles that are in the way of you making a good, solid, sound, clear presentation to that individual. Well, this is perfect for us. And uh, in future videos, we're going to be talking about the transition after you give somebody the gospel into you know, trying to draw that net, leading them to accept Christ as their Savior. And uh, in our previous videos, you can look down in the descriptions if you want to go back and find out how to actually go through the body of the gospel. We've transitioned now into it. Go back to the description there and you can find a link to a previous video that explains that. And then you'll find another link that'll take you to the next video, how to transition from uh, the end of the gospel uh, into uh, trying to draw the net and get them to trust Christ as their Savior.